It's Wednesday, and welcome back to another episode of Legally Unfiltered. I'm attorney Richard Sprinkle, and I'm here with attorney Franz Borghardt, and we're bringing you topics in the news, topics that affect your life, and topics that are just unbelievable. Folks, we all know that celebrity stories have to happen in threes. Celebrities are more exciting in threes, right? So we're bringing you three celebrity news legal stories today. First up, we're going to talk sentencing. Paul Manafort. How on earth does a guy who did all the evil things he supposedly did only get 47 months? Well, there's more to the story that a lot of folks probably don't realize. We're going to talk about that. Then we're going to hit up Jesse Smollett. Everybody's heard the name. Everybody knows what happened to the famous Empire actor up in Chicago. And finally, we're going to end the show with a little bit about our favorite guy. Tell him who it is, Franz. R. Kelly. Yes, indeed. But back to Paul Manafort. So, Paul Manafort, campaign finance manager for the Trump campaign, uh, big-time lobbyist in D.C. of years back, um, big man in the Trump uh, organization. We all know he got brought up on 10 counts of various charges of bank fraud, of uh, doing business with overseas entities that he shouldn't be doing, and uh, uh, I believe there's some tax uh, tax issues in there as well. Now, two of the charges got thrown out because they were hung jury. Judge dismissed those with prejudice, but he wound up being found guilty on eight of them. Eight big counts, eight big counts that led to over two million dollars in fines and restitutions being paid. But uh, what appears to be a relatively light sentence in prison time, he received 47 months. Franz, what's your take on that? So it's all about context, right? At, at first blush, people that are uninitiated to the federal sentencing process may say, man, 47 months seems like a, a slap on the wrist, especially when when you, you think that he was probably facing much more than that. I think, Richard, he was facing, what, about 25 years-ish? Yes, he could have landed anywhere between 19 and a half and 24 and a half so, years. So let's talk about a few things. Uh, what we first need to talk about is, is federal sentencing is different than state court sentencing. The judge is given what we call sentencing guidelines. And the sentencing guidelines for you is determined based on your criminal history, the type of offense, uh, aggravating and mitigating factors, relevant, of the conduct. relevant conduct. So so this all goes into the, the kitchen sink, so to speak, and the judge looks at it. The judge does not have to follow the guidelines. They're not bound by the guidelines. They can go up or they can go lower. And what happened in this case is the judge decided, you know, even though the, the range was much higher than 47 months, based on, on where Manafort was in his life, he went lower. He went to 47. Now, now a couple of things, Richard. Number one, it's my understanding that that his health has deteriorated. Indeed. He has no criminal record. Um, you know, there is going to be an enormous quantity of restitution due. Um, I think he's done about nine months of jail time up to this point. So I, I think, you know, you coupled that all with the fact that this is an older guy. I mean, he's he's in his, what, 60s? He's... I believe, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he's in his 60s. Yeah, so, so if you give him too much, it's probably in the back of the judge's mind that, that, look, you know, giving him too much jail time means... A constructive life sentence, which means that ultimately he dies in jail. So, you know, to some degree, 47 months, you know, may seem like that lower sentence, but in the same breath, man, oh man, if you're Manafort and you've never done real jail time before, and he's done nine months now, but if you've never done real jail time, what is it like doing four years? 
I mean, I mean, what is it like for Manafort, who's never been in trouble before, never, never tasted real hardcore? He's 69 years old, by the way. Hardcore incarceration. What's that going to be like? It's not going to be fun. Um, I, I mean, I'm sure he's not doing time at a place that's like our local parish prison. What's that scene from Office Office Space, the movie where it's, oh, it's a federal pound me in the ass prison? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, you know, yes. there's no conjugal no. visits here. I mean, no. now look, now look, <laughs> bigger picture is he's also, in, and I'm Richard, I know you're going to talk about this. He's also facing more time. Oh, yes. So so it's my understanding that he, he was uncooperative. It's my understanding that, that, in fact, special counsel was urging for more time because they they believe that he was underscoring or underplaying um, some of the facts and truthfulness of, of the situation. But I, I'm, I guess I'm here to tell you guys, 47 months is, is a is a fat number. That's not a low sentence. That's not a low sentence, but you are right. Apparently, um, Manafort falls under the philosophy of snitches get stitches, and there are some folks on the Hill who allegedly are lauding him for his ability to keep his mouth shut. I'm not going to say who. They have an office at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but anyway. So he's facing, he's facing, now Now here's my other question. Aren't there state court charges as well that are kind of out there, or am I mistaking him with? I don't know if there's state court charges out there as well, but there's another round of federal stuff, I believe, okay. on, okay. Uh, it's it's because a, a D.C. circuit judge is also going to go after, or, or also has to sentence him, on his obstruction and, um, I'm sorry, there's a, a, oh, obstruction and conspiracy charges. Right. And he could face up to 10 years there. Now, the interesting thing is, everybody remembers Andrew McCabe, former FBI director. He was literally shocked. He thinks uh, Manafort got an incredibly lenient sentence in light of the the offenses he was convicted for. And um, he he's just really shocked by how lenient the sentence was. Um Pick that up from an article on Politico. So, so if you're the judge, why? If, let's say, for sake of arguments, that 47 months is a lenient sentence. I don't believe it is necessarily, but but 69 year old man, eligible or, or, or facing 25 years ish, maybe 47 months, maybe four years is is a bit light. Why? Why do we get there? How does the judge look at this guy and say, "I'm only going to give you"? I'm only going to give you four years. Now, part of the answer to that question might be the fact that, look, this was not the high stakes poker pot that we all were looking for, right? Right. We were looking for collusion with what? Collusion with foreign entities, Russia. Right. You know, and big and stuff. that's not at the end of the day. This is what bank and tax fraud. Bank and tax fraud. I'm not saying it's it's not criminal in nature. I'm not saying it's not serious. But it's not what they were gunning for. But that may be what we hear about more in the obstruction and conspiracy yeah, maybe case. So. Maybe possibly, so. possibly. Um, you know how it works. I mean, the federal um, the federal prosecutors landed on the bank and tax fraud probably as a safety valve from something else that they actually wanted to prosecute. Um, that happens from time to time. So, yeah, he may be looking at some more time. Look, this guy may end up, Manafort may end up dying in prison. And I think that's that's a legitimate possibility unless he's pardoned. I think he's gonna. he has a strong possibility. Uh, you know, that time that he's about to get sentenced on um, doesn't have to be run concurrent. So it's a good chance that he'll end up getting consecutive time. So, I mean, yeah, does it look like? Maybe. Um, I still believe, Richard, I think four years is a long time for a, a guy of this nature. Um 
you know, he's, you know, the judge said he's not before this court for anything having to do with colluding with the Russian government. Right. I mean, that is just, you know, maybe, maybe the witch hunt on this one didn't get them where they want to, to be. So they're going to hit that, you know, in the next one. So, and look, I'm sure that we'll talk about Mueller, Mueller. Mueller? Mueller, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to talk about Mueller at some point in the near future, but I mean, I mean, I just, ugh. so yeah, Manafort. So let's let's change gears a little bit, okay? Okay. I want to talk about Smollett. Jesse, Jesse, lay, lay Jesse. It on lay it on him, Richard. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. For those who don't own televisions, radios, iPods, or any other way to communicate with the rest of the world, Jesse Smollett, famous actor on the show Empire, great singer, great entertainer overall, uh, apparently felt the need to draw some attention to himself, the way things are turning out, that's the way it looks. Um, Jesse uh, accused some individuals of beating him up in on the streets of Chicago outside his apartment and said two that Nigerians, it was, Two Nigerians, right? Well, hold on now. We didn't we didn't know who they were at first. If you if you dial it back to when all this happened, apparently there were two individuals all clad in black and one wearing a red MAGA hat. You know, got to have a Make America Great hat in this story. Trust me. Um, and apparently these individuals beat him up, put a noose around his neck and poured an unknown substance on his body that could have may or may not have been bleach. Now, needless to say, when something like this actually happens, when somebody makes an accusation, the police take it very seriously. We're talking hate crimes here, folks. We're not talking two guys in a bar fight. This well, is know, serious. Well, you know what? You know what we really hate? We hate rapists. We hate murderers. But we really hate people that get caught fabricating and lying about being victims. Oh, we do. <laughs> We do. I mean, that's that's one of those things. When you think of all the man woman power of the Chicago PD that was spent on the initial investigation, oh, yeah. and all the resources, all the real crime that these men and women were not working on because of right. this, you know, you, you think about, you know, and if, and if you're an LGBTQ, and this guy is fabricating hate crimes based on that identifier. Man, oh man. Yeah, unbelievable. It was hate crimes based on both race and uh, and uh, sexual preference. And Franz, like you say, there's there's enough of that going on in the real world right now where we don't need folks fabricating false claims of it. And the the authorities in Chicago feel the same way. So Jesse is up on 16 counts of obstruction oh, and they ported, they false ported claims. On and, and Franz, what, what could Jesse see as far so, as punishment so here? Based on what I'm reading, it's an exposure, assuming they ran the time all con- consecutive. Again, for the uninitiated, concurrent means we're running time together. Consecutive means that each sentence stacks up upon it like Lego blocks. Yes. So he's looking at 64 years if they run it all to the max all consecutive. Now, Effectively a life sentence. Now, now, what is this really? Let's, let's, I'm going to put my prosecutor hat on. I was a prosecutor once um, for 10 months. We won't hold that against you. I mean, 10 months. It was a long time. <laughs> it was day for day, flat time. So, so, so what is this? In appearance, it looks like, man, they're trying to like shoot him to the moon, right? Yeah. But in truth, what this is, is leverage. Oh yeah. If you put enough leverage under somebody and say, look, if you want to step up, plead guilty to something we'll let you plead guilty to maybe one count sure and we'll cut that 64 years down to a to a to a more reasonable number but if you want to if you want to make this into a dog and pony show Mm. we're going we're going high stakes and i think i think what this represents is the 16 counts 64 years 
And, th- and this, by the way, is assuming that there's no other charges out there federally, because there was some mail issues in the mix. There oh, was yeah. some. There was some. So there may be some federal charges out there. Heaven forbid anything cross state lines. So, so I think that when you see the six, 64 year sticker value, it's meant to shock you. It's meant to to look at you and say, we're not joking around. So, you know, he has a, a, a legal team fighting, you know, claiming he's innocent, all this stuff. What's interesting is what happened to the two Nigerians? Are they cutting some kind of deal? Are they, you know? Uh, yeah, my guess is, yeah. Um, I mean, they're small fish. Are, those guys are all over TV now. We've seen multiple pictures of them. Video came out that showed them at a hardware store buying rope, buying black masks, buying everything. And by the way, there was a, get this, $3,500 check written from Mr. Smollett to the brothers that I guess they were supposed to split seventeen fifty each for for this job. Um, it, it doesn't look good for Mr. Smollett, but let me, let me play devil's advocate for one sec. I want to think about this for a second. Now, never mind all the alleged false claims. Picture this. An individual gets attacked on the street. He reports it to the police. The police make a quick investigation and then very quickly change gears. And instead of trying to find out who did this, they're actually trying to prove that it didn't happen because that's kind of what's happened up in Chicago. So on the one hand, they have an obligation to seek truth and justice, sure. right? I'm not, and those are lofty ideals, but, right. but we don't want our police officers arresting the wrong folks, right? That That's just not anything... That's that's not something that w- any of us want. Right. In the same breath, maybe you have a point. I mean, they worked awfully hard here, but but at some point there must have been a turning to where they realized, okay, you know, this story is not driving. It maybe it was the video evidence. Maybe it was the cooperating witnesses. Mm-hmm. You know, my issue with this is, you know, we have criminalized hate crimes. Yes. I mean, and when I say criminalized hate crimes, I mean, we, we've added additional penalties to hate crimes. If you target a particular race, gender identifier in certain places. Protected group of any kind. Yeah. Yep. You, are, you are looking at enhanced penalties. What's interesting to me on this is it raises the question, what about the people that fake crimes? What are the people that fabricate crimes? And Richard and I, by the way, Richard and I see on occasion, on a regular basis in the criminal justice system, people who are who are seated as victims that sometimes may be lying about what happened, maybe lying because they have a financial incentive. They may be lying because they they may have some 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 mental health issues. They may be lying because they're mistaken. They may be and, lying just because they're mad at their baby daddy. Right. Mistaken we and lying know. may not go together. But but yeah, there's any number of reasons why a victim may fabricate some Thing, but there's no generally the defendant is so happy to be to be exonerated or, or no longer accused of the crimes that I suspect that that's generally where it ends. Right. And mm-hmm. Maybe you can sue him civilly. But this case to me, the smaller case to me, raises the question of should we have should we have enhanced penalties for individuals that fabricate and fake hate crimes? Well, It's possible because, okay, earlier I played devil's advocate and turned it around and say, why do the police work so hard to prove this wrong? Now I'm going to flip that again and say, maybe the police have to work very hard to prove that this is wrong to show that, number one, they tried to find out who actually committed this hate crime. And now that they've come to realize there's a good chance it was all fake, the 
maybe the police force feels like they need to number one vindicate themselves a little bit for not finding out the you know the perpetrators and number two try to make sure stuff like this does not continue because we're talking about an insane amount of money thrown into manpower and resources that that went on this. This wasn't just a Joe Blow off the street making this accusation. This is a famous TV star who is an African American who is in the in the LGBTQ community and like you said, we, whenever there's a, a protected group involved, it, the flags go up even higher. So there was a lot of spotlight on this. I think they have to make an example of this guy. I think you're right. I think they have to come strong. I think they have to make an example of this guy. Do I think that that means jail time? Not necessarily. Um, and, and look, do I do I want Smollett to go to jail? Mm, I don't really care. Do yeah. I want him to have accountability, which may mean pleading to a felony? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, this guy's. I mean, I have to assume that this guy is toast in Hollywood now, right? Oh, he's burned. He's burned I mean, bad. This is not he got as bad. fired from his show yeah, right I mean, away. This is not as bad as the Me Too. But it's in the same vein of if we hate people that sexually assault people, we hate people that lie about sexually assaulting. So with, with, with Smollett, maybe it's that we hate people that lie about hate crimes as much, such that there'll be that social public opinion that ostracizes him and says, we're done with you. Well, we see how fast things get into motion when a hate crime is reported, right? So now you have a trust issue with somebody like Smollett. Do you want to work with a guy like that? Knowing that who knows, maybe one day he, for whatever reason, decides to raise another claim, maybe you get pulled into the vortex of that claim. I, I mean, from a career standpoint, I feel pretty sure he's done. I really do. I'm okay with that. I, yeah, I, me too. I like Empire, but, but to be candid, you know, this stunt was such an epic failure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge Trump fan, but, but, you know, this is the other thing. This kind of stuff fuels the crazies. It does. You know, I, I can I cannot be a Trump fan and not, be, you know, and not be a crazy on my end of right. the spectrum. But this kind of stuff fuels the crazies. And if you don't like Donald Trump and look, I'm a Republican. I'm, I'm just not a crazy Republican. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the big thing is I can I'm OK being a Republican. I'm just not a crazy Republican. You just haven't been diagnosed. Uh, not yet. But but this just. Ugh. So, yeah. So he's got he's got some issues. And if the feds get involved, he's going to have big issues. Yeah, he's going to have bigger issues. So that's what's going on in Chicago. Speaking of Chicago, isn't there someone else in Chicago that there's something going on? Can we can we talk about him? I believe I can fly. Yeah. R. Kelly. Okay. Oh, no. So it's my fault. We're talking about R. Kelly. I've been telling Richard. <laughs> I've been telling Richard. I've been wanting to talk about R. Kelly oh, since the boy. entire the entire arrest began. Let's let's lay the stage. Right. R. Kelly. He is arrested for multiple accounts of sexual assault. He has a bond that's a million plus dollars. He posts the bond. So he he, he puts down 11, 12% of the bond, which, which is a lot. And then, whoops, he has 160,000 160, outstanding dollars of child support. Yep. So first and foremost, 
many states have have deadbeat dad rules, and they're deadbeat dad rules, but it's really deadbeat parents because you can be a mother and owe child support. Sure. So they have these rules that if you don't pay your child support, you can be charged with a crime. Yep. And if you don't pay your child support and it becomes a big number, like, I don't know, 161,000. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I was forgetting about that one. 161,000. Yeah. So if you don't pay your child support, and it gets to be that big of a number, you can be arrested. So the optics are this guy makes this huge bond. Now, allegedly, there was a super fan that paid the bond for him. So he shows up for not paying in the child support, and he's arrested for it. Okay? So number one rule, this is not legal advice, but this is just strong encouragement. That, that'll be what we say. Sure. Pay your child support. Pay your child support. Because if you don't pay your child support, you could be facing criminal charges. If you don't pay your child support, by the way, in some states like Louisiana, you can lose licensings oh, sure. uh, for not paying your child support. You can lose crazy things like your hunting license. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Your driver's license. That's right. It can affect your, your licensing. Uh, and let me assure you, Louisiana is not going to wait until you owe 161000 so, they're so, going to get you before so I that. So I got to tell you though, here's the kicker, and I and I and I said this earlier today. We were talking about it. The other side of this is, it's seldom that you see these kind of prosecutions. There's a have you ever heard the phrase "caponing there's, somebody"? There's a, there's a capone element. Yeah, here. there's a capone element here of, you know, people are like, you know what, we're done with R. Kelly. Some folks might need an explanation on the capone. Okay, so so you know how they got Al Capone? They tax did, fraud, yeah, tax they, evasion. They got yeah. him for. Tax evasion. They didn't get him for all the other heinous crimes, the Ooh. murders, the, the thefts. They got him for tax evasions. And 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 to some degree, look, R. Kelly is like he's presumed innocent, but he is like the Titanic going down right now. Today, as of the time that we're recording this 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 podcast, today they found a new video, a third video. Shocking. So that means that there are two other sex videos out there. R. Kelly just likes to make sex videos, apparently. Well, look, you know, in 2008, he was acquitted of child porn uh, charges after a video showing him allegedly having sex and urinating on a 14-year-old girl. We remember that. Right. He was acquitted of that This one. is the, dare I say, the remix. Is he <laughs> is he the Teflon Don of, of child porn videos? I mean, what's, what's going on? Well, here? I got to, you know, I don't know what his net worth is. Imagine it's a lot well, less than it used you know, to be. So the internet is a wonderful thing, kids. Let's it really let's, is. let's indulge me for a second. I'm gonna do R. Kelly net worth 2019 on Google and, and let's see what comes up. One million dollars. That's it? As of 2019, this website says one million dollars. Okay, now I've heard stories that R. Kelly uses a different banking system than the rest of us. Tell me more. R. Kelly is the type of individual, and and there's there's some out there who spread their money around to their people because they help their people out, and their people hang on to money for him, and that way the money's off the books, and when he needs the money, he can go to his people and pull some of the money back. Um, it's you know it's an interesting concept. It's a, a lot of uh, in July of 2018. He released a 19-minute song on Spotify where he addressed many allegations, uh, not limited to uh, owing the IRS $20 million are at you, one time. Are you willing to donate 19 minutes of your life to hear that song? I, I am telling you that at some point the money runs out. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, it's not un, un, incon- inconceivable that R. Kelly may have 
no longer the dream team he might suspect he has. Um, and look, he's dodging a lot of bullets. They don't have to bring. He's not Superman. They don't nope. have to bring Kryptonite. Nope. So yeah. So so pay your child support. Please don't make. Do not sexually assault minors. Do not make videos of you sexually assaulting minors. I, I think that covers the major do's and don'ts. And, and again, folks, this is not legal advice. This is some folks would just oh, maybe call this common sense. I, I forgot, don't know. I forgot the best part of all this with R. Kelly. Can I go here? So did you see the interview he did? I saw bits and pieces of it. And let me tell you what. Gail is my hero oh right my now. Oh, my God. I've never seen anybody. so. I'm not playing cards with her. That's the best poker so, face I've ever so seen in my here, life. Here is my thing. If you hire me. If you hire me to be your criminal defense attorney, you're not giving interviews. Oh, if no. you need somebody to talk to the press or the media, that's my job. That's I'm, right. I'm being hired to be your voice, to be your sport, sport spokesperson, to be your cheerleader, to be the person that speaks on your behalf. Exactly. I cannot believe that his legal team said, you know what? This is a good idea. He had to have done it against their wishes. There's, there's no self-respecting attorney out there that would have let their client go down that well, path. Well, you know, everything there? he says, everything he says on the video, you know, is fair game. You know, that's... It's, what was that? it's not. It's hearsay. It's not under oath. Well, I mean, it's... but he can get asked about he it. He can get asked about it, but it... it I mean, but evidence. here's here. Well, no, it's a mission. If it's an admission against self-interest, it could come in or an excited utterance. Right. Or, yeah, right. No, I mean, and, into all and then that eight, in the, 800 series. And, the, and yeah. then that and then that interview, there were some excited utterances. Oh, you think? So you think? who was the HBO documentary? The guy that was accused of killing that that he went to use the bathroom in the documentary towards the end. And he's he's using the bathroom and he forgot his mic was still on. And he makes some kind of comment about about did I kill those people or something like that. Oh, my God. I don't know this story. Oh, my God. Hold on. Oh, my God. Um, so Robert Durst. Remember, I don't know if you you. I watched the let me let me say this. I watched the documentary. He's in the bathroom with his mic still on. Now that was this is just one of the millions of things that could go wrong with doing a documentary or media or talking to people is you forget what you are saying and doing and so look man I I just the R Kelly story as a whole is a is a how to get yourself convicted manual. Mm-hmm. Um I believe that that one again just to recapitulate not to exhaust the point, pay your child support, because if you don't pay your child support, you can get charged with a crime. Uh, do not give interviews, particularly against advice of counsel. If you give interviews. Not videotaped interviews, yeah, for God's sake. Not videotaped sense. interviews. And don't sexually assault little kids. No. And do not sexually assault them and make videos. No, no. So, yeah, this has been our celebrity trio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just the two of them are in Chicago. <laughs> well, you know, Chicago's a, a busy town. There's a lot going on up there. So that's about it for this episode of Legally Unfiltered. You've been listening to Attorney Franz Borkhardt, Attorney Richard Sprinkle. If you like what you hear, check out www.legallyunfiltered.com. If you'd like some hot topics, send us an email at legallyunfiltered at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.